Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushwood and Kurt Crosby live on your radio. This is our two of two hard-hitting talk radio at your fingertips. This is the broadcast for May 30th in the year of our Lord, 2019. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. Hour one hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. Check it out. We'll put it up uh, right after the show here. You can listen to the archives, but I'm telling you right now, Larry Clayman wisely speaks out. Hey, Mr. President, you have legitimate alleged fault charges against you and you won how is judge more different he's spot on we also talked about target what a shame offers huge display of gay pride inside their stores justice clarence thomas speaking out wisely abortion could become a tool of racists and eugenicists we talked about planned parenthood gets caught Spreading biggest lie of all, WND.com doing a phenomenal job. The lie is that literally hundreds of thousands of women are dying because of abortions. That's a lie they made up and told. They even created fake polls to back up the lie and the agenda. NBC News takes to the Internet, finally realizes that streaming is here to stay. Wow, good for you, 20-plus years late, NBC. Better late than never, I guess. Welcome to the new media taking center stage, guys. UN Inspectors are demanding access to border patrol facilities on U.S. soil, and Donald's not even speaking up. What on earth is going on around here? Donald too tied up and telling you he's not involved in collusion. Well, you know what? Maybe if he keeps denying it, maybe he is. He's got to move on and do something productive. Golden State coach Steve Kerr, what a nutcase. He ought to go back to basketball. Gun control is my movement, he says. My response to Steve is, what about the supreme law of our land? Gun controls against the law, Steve. All right, there you have it. Anyway, we also talked about the Department of Transportation launches investigation into Chick-fil-A airport bans. So while no one's speaking out against Target, no one's speaking up in defense of Chick-fil-A. Except for us and the Department of Transportation. Good for them for a change. Hour two, Liberty Roundtable Live, Sam and Kurt. John Lewis in the news. Kurt, who's that guy? Very good, Sam. Uh, This is a piece from um, Breitbart, and Joel B. Pollock writes it. Uh, John Lewis is a Democrat from Georgia, and so I don't understand why uh, this would be surprising, but, you know, I guess they say it is. He told MSNBC's Chris Matthews uh, on Hardball, something that I pretty much called softball, if you ask me, uh, that President Trump's feels at home with recent acts of racist violence. He cited uh, President Trump's comments on the Charlottesville riots in 2017 as proof. He said, uh, I don't think this president has been helpful. I think he feels at home with what is going on when he reacted to what was happening in Charlottesville, you know, 
where he said, good people on both sides. Uh, this John uh, Lewis guy said, I cried. It's not the, I don't know why he cried, because the bottom line is that's the way it is. There's good people on both sides of these different issues, and there are bad guys on both sides as well. Uh, I couldn't anyway. agree more with that fact. You're right, Kurt. Donald's right on that. And I don't understand how they can take issue with that statement, Kurt. I just don't get it. Well, they can because of the, you know, fake news guys letting him go. You know, because I they own the media. You're right. Yeah, that's right. But Donald should have defended that position more, though. Well, I think he did that. It seemed like when I saw it, I mean, he did it over and over and over and over. and yet, Not as uh, much as he says he's not they, involved in collusion. Well, yeah, that's the big uh, quote news story for now you know because uh, the mainstream press makes sure it that way it hard, that's one of the things yeah, that donald needs to right. help us do is is highlight other issues and other stories in other words who controls the narrative and the answer like, is the enemy i does. don't see why this story is not a big one because i agree there's a guy that set there's a guy that set himself on fire outside the white house and he actually died from it uh, by the way but, i would say do know, not try I mean, this at yeah this at home or your white house uh he set himself on fire, uh, and a shocking video, and he calmly strolled around a lawn outside the White House as police frantically tried to douse the flames engulfing his body. Um, the unidentified oh. man set himself on fire. Um, several seconds later, U.S. Secret Service staff could be seen towards him with a fire extinguisher to put out the blaze. The man is said to have suffered 80 burns on 85% of his body, was transported to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. Uh, but uh, that's one way to get on the news, Sam. It's just not something we recommend, you know. I hear that. Yeah. But anyway, this John Lewis, though, I cried when Donald Trump said there's good people on both sides. You know, I don't understand how these liberals can't understand or accept that reality. And this is why I say that, Kurt, you know, I've been saying that we can't get along with the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender groups. Because they won't let it happen. It's the same with these groups that are anti-abortion or pro-abortion, I'm sorry, pro-death and this gay and lesbian agenda and this Antifa idea. Look, you're a white guy. So the black racists believe you can never get along with him, Kurt. You're the enemy. And so even if you and I want to get along with them, even if we're kind, even if we say, look, we can agree to disagree, we can do it agreeably, we can be, okay, they're not going to let those things stand. The Maxine Waters of the, of the world, they're not willing to let you and I and, and her peacefully go into a restaurant, sit at our own tables, do our own things, agree to disagree. They're going to come up and harass us in our face, Kurt, and shut us down and kick us out. That's the deal. Anyway, any uh, other update on that, Kurt? I don't know what else to add there, Sam. You know, I'm just kind of, between that and the guy lighting himself on fire at the White House, I, you know, I mean, uh, it was a black guy, Sam. Uh, I mean, it looked like he was black in the fire, you know, that I could see. And, oh. you know, uh, so, you know. All right. Well, Kurt's yeah. going to tell you about the U.N.'s World Trade Organization. This is a story that Donald ought to be on, too, Kurt. Well, you're right. There's sure a lot of those, you know. Uh, and and the, I do uh, my best 24-7 to be on them, sir. 
Kurt yeah. does his best 24-7 to be on them, ladies and gentlemen. We're doing the very best we can with the limited resources we possess. Mm-hmm. And if we can find it all, can't the Donald? Can't his administration? You would certainly That's think so. Point. All right, go ahead, Kurt. So the World Trade Organization is what this story is about. Is it WTO or how was it in this story? Well, it said World Trade Organization. All right. Here's the headline. UN's World Trade Organization removes transgender as mental disorder. So for a long time, they had this stuff as a mental disorder. And, uh, well, it's been that way for 29 years, I guess. And now they're overturning that, Kurt. What do they do this in Switzerland or somewhere? Well, you know, I mean, it just shows you the what's happening with this whole transgender thing, don't you think, Sam? I mean, they're basically just uh, giving it the inside uh, uh, track, and uh, this piece coming to us from our buddies there at the well uh, at the world at the uh, world WND looks like, uh, and. Uh, they're talking about the WHO. We used to like the WHO. That was a musical group, but this is the World Health Organization, and they've officially yeah, get on your removed mic this term. And uh, there you go. They they call it uh, from their classification of mental disorders. Yeah. And I'm thinking they have. Do you believe transgender is a mental disorder, Kurt? Well, I think, you know, I wish that the. Who didn't even exist, and the UN didn't even exist, and you know oh. I can tell you uh, that we can take care of uh, things like the whole transgender thing by just looking in the Bible and uh, reading the scriptures and and listening to what God has said about man and woman. You know, we said but male and female gonna, created He them, Kurt. Yeah, they're not going to talk about that. By the way, this is the first update of the classification list in 29 years. And so they say the member states adopted the 11th edition. Uh, I guess that's us, you know. But Well, Kurt, sure... here's my question. Where's President Trump to speak out on this? Because this is a serious issue. Saying. This is global if the World guy. Health Organization and the U.N. are involved. And if you're not careful, they'll basically breach the sovereignty of nations and start to dictate the narrative, Kurt. Yep. So when the U.N. wants to come in and inspect our detention centers on our soil, then they want to go ahead and define transgenderism. Hey, man, the U.N. is a big threat. Where's the Donald? Went golfing the other day, no collusion. Okay, the other thing I don't understand is I hear a Donald Trump in these news bites at the top of the hour all the time, right? Did you just hear the recent one, Kurt, at the top of the hour? No. All right, I'll try to play it for you. It's all right. Anyway, uh, but they always have these airplanes in the background where you can hardly even hear what Donald says. Well, they're trying to get some kind of a news piece for me. I'd like to get with President Trump and not have some goofy scenario where it's so loud I can't hear and they chop off President Trump. I'd like to hear more of a long-form deal. Anyway, I'll come back and play that so you can see what I'm talking about. But all the time, they got the worst positions President Trump could be in to provide sound bites. Why is that? Liberty Roundtable Live. Do we reflect about our future and where we as a culture are moving? Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets? 
Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. Whether you are poor, middle class or rich, it ain't gonna happen. A book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or call Caritas in the U.S. 205-672-2000. 205-672-2000. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. All right, ladies and gentlemen, listen to the first 45 seconds of the top of the hour news, ladies and gentlemen. One of the most conservative news organizations in the nation, Salem Radio News, and here's what they say. The impeachment talk growing louder among Democrats after special counsel Mueller delivered his first and possibly only public statement on the Russia probe. President Trump outside the White House moments ago saying that Mueller should never have been named special counsel for the investigation. Because he wanted the FBI job and he didn't get it. And the next day he was picked as special counsel. So you tell somebody, I'm sorry, you can't have the job. And then after you say that, he's going to make a ruling on you. It doesn't work that way. Plus, we had a business dispute. And the president says Mueller is a friend of former FBI Director James Comey. The president fielding questions from reporters before departing for the Air Force Academy in Colorado, where he'll be delivering the commencement address. Now, why do we got to spend a ton of taxpayer dollars for Donald to go to the you know Colorado commencement address and speak there? You know, and why do we always have to hear these sound bites that are just horrible? Donald's like standing out in front of a plane all the time. Donald's just complaining that they picked the special counsel. Donald's a little late to complain who they picked for the special counsel, buddy. He's like basically going back to his civil life now, right? <laughs> it's a little late to complain about that, but see, they got Donald complaining about that, and in the soundbite, they cut off the president mid-sentence, and I, mean, I just don't understand it, but I'm telling you, uh, they're literally advocating for, even the conservative press, impeachment for President Trump. And I don't think he should be impeached, but I do think he's being derailed from doing the people's business, Kurt, to go speak at a commencement address to defend himself and discuss collusion over and over and over and over. There's so many important things in America to work on. Like we're about to massively increase tariffs in what, a couple of days? When does that start, Kurt? June 1st? Mm, I think that's right. Okay, we're going to just talk about collusion and get on a plane and go speak at a commencement address and stuff? 
I don't really get it. Seems like we're just tied up in wasted time things. We ought to be talking about the United Nations World Trade Organization removing transgender from the mental disorder list. And then the United Nations trying to breach our sovereignty and inspect. Demanding access to our Border Patrol facilities, suggesting we're creating human rights violations. All right, Kurt, have you heard about the abortion cartel's backup plan? If uh, the justices do uh, shut down Roe versus Wade, if states do double down and reject abortion, wholesale murder of babies, uh, Planned Parenthood is a backup plan. Have you heard about it? Nope. Not that I can remember. See, why, why aren't you hearing about all this stuff, man? I just too busy watching TV. It takes Sam Bushman, a blind man, to dig all this stuff up for folks to know about in America? Mm-hmm. What's going on around here, man? Anyway, the abortion cartel's backup plan, Kurt. Should Roe versus Wade be overturned, it involves the interstate dispensing of abortion pills by mail. So here's how it works. They got a, a ship out in the sea, Kurt, like out in the ocean, quote, international waters, right? And you got this abortion doctor, this pro-death doctor on this international water vessel ship right and she's out there and she basically will meet with women over the internet and then you know she'll prescribe them these abortion drugs then she'll go ahead and deliver them by mail kurt that's the backup plan you won't let us uh literally perform you know abortions we'll just dissolve the baby with chemicals and you know create a uh Chemical abortion, Kurt. That's their latest kind of plan and they're, 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 what they're working on. They've been doing it big time and partnering with mail services, uh, shipping services, and partnering with um, um, some of these organizations that provide face-to-face uh, meetings with doctors and such like that. And so the abortion cartel already has a backup plan that's already in place and already working, Kurt. So why isn't anybody speaking out about that? Should it be illegal to send murdering drugs through the mail curtain? They know that they're on thin ice. That's why they got a vessel or a ship out in international waters to do the dirty deeds. Kurt. And pretty Good soon they're going to take this abortion discussion international. It won't be a United States discussion. It'll be trumped, pardon the pun, by the internationalists, the globalists. Who's going to speak out and warn you about that, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, it's amazing. All right, any other comments on this one, Kurt? Well, those guys do show us something about how uh, we ought to go at uh, protecting freedom and protecting babies, you know, with the same uh, vigor, if you will, you know, yeah. that they do. Good point. All right, Kurt wants to tell you about, and I don't know what this is really, but... Um, it's like number red for red or something. Well, yeah, it's you know hashtag red for ed. It's their uh, way of promoting you know this whole uh, education and they yeah that's right uh, and they're lobbying to increase local property taxes in North Carolina. Uh, that's got to be really popular. Um, and uh, they, of course, you know, they don't tell you how much more they want, but they do want more. Um, and 
Let me just ask those, you, this, how much more will you get? Those crazy, <laughs> those crazy people there said some of them hoisted signs reading, "No tax hike and cut costs first. Uh, you know, but hey, they're going to build more and more of those big buildings, and they just don't seem to know that there's this thing called, uh, you know, uh, online education and stuff like that. And I, I find it interesting, Sam. The, uh, you know, you like every so often I hear some of these commercials by the say the state's departments of uh, transportation and stuff, where they recommend you. Uh, Oh, for example, that you travel at different times so the roads aren't so busy and stuff. And I'm thinking, well, they could get together with the education department and tell them, look, uh, we're going to make sure the roads aren't so jammed up. We'll make it so that all these people don't drive to school and all these buses don't have to be on the roads uh, by just simply doing, you know, um, online education. And, there goes uh, Kurt talking about those, solutions yeah, again. I know, I know. I mean, and then they they could say, "Look, see, we're making it where we got less traffic, less uh, emissions, you know, less danger, so that little kids don't get run over by a bus, or no, you know, government train runs into a bus. I mean, you know, it's just safety all over. Plus, we could get the." Uh, world all safe because we don't put those emissions out you know amen to that I mean, all right i'm going to reorder the stories on the fly them. ladies and gentlemen because it yeah. relates so well see part of my job is to take all the stories kurt sends me and all the stories that i can find and mix them together <clears throat> and i usually put them in order like first in first out right but uh-huh. then I juggle them based on the conversation. And when a story relates to the conversation, I try to like bump it up next to another story that relates and stuff like that so that we can get you know the whole discussion in on given topics. So, Red for Ed, teachers lobbying to increase property taxes in North Carolina for government school. And Kurt's telling you solutions around this, right? But Kurt, they love the mayhem that the 10th plank of the Communist Manifesto promotes. You want proof? Dateline Police, California, Kurt. Dateline Police, California, you said? Yes, sir. And so... Well, it says 80 California is what it says. Dateline? Well, it says police colon. Oh, I see. 80. Yeah. 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 So this is a government school in uh, Stockton, California. They call it Bear Creek High School, Sam. And I guess last Friday, and I didn't even hear about this, but... uh, you know, there was a kid that was fighting, uh, you know, involved in a physical altercation. And that's what they call it in school now. We, we used to call it just fighting. Uh, and so the, uh, I guess they called on the cops to show up. And when they did, uh, they were going to take this kid into, uh, I guess you could say custody or whatever. Uh, and... Uh, well, a whole bunch of the other kids started beating up on the police, Sam. 80 uh, students. Around 80 other students. They engaged in a physical struggle with officers and school staff members. Uh, there's no video of this, but it would have been quite a thing. I guess yeah, Fox it would have been better than News. Jerry Springer, man. <laughs> Fox 40 News uh, said a concerned parent said, uh, I don't know what's going on with these kids. And I'm thinking... Let's see. They've probably been reading the Ten Commandments there at school too often and praying too much. That's uh, probably what's going on, right, Sam? Don't you think that's what's happening there at Bear Creek High School? 
Yeah. I don't even know how to respond they say, to this. They say Stockton police did note, however, that no officers, students, or staff members were injured during the physical altercation. <laughs> Adding that the student who had been initially detained was cited for resisting arrest, but not the 80 other kids that were beaten up on the cops. You know. <laughs> wow. Man, that would have been a heck of a day at school, huh, Sam? Whoa, baby. I don't know how to respond except for this is what you get when you're back to Communist Manifesto, ladies and gentlemen. Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing Liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. President Trump heading west to give the commencement speech at the U.S. Air Force Academy in Colorado later today. As he leaves the White House, the president tells reporters former FBI Chief Robert Mueller never should have been allowed to lead the investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 election. I think he's totally conflicted because, as you know, he wanted to be the FBI director, and I said no. As you know, I had a business dispute with him after he left the FBI. We had a business dispute. Uh, not a nice one. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't happy with what I did. The president calling the probe the biggest harassment of a president ever. First-time claims for unemployment benefits up last week. The Labor Department says around 215,000 U.S. workers filed initial claims. That's up 3,000 from the week before. But in line with economists' predictions, and this is USA Radio News. Aspen Dental is giving away free dental care to thousands of veterans, and with more on that is Dr. Anita Imawandi, a Director of Clinical Support and Charitable Giving. Thanks for coming on, Doctor. This is such a great program. Why do veterans, more than any other segment of the population, have the need for low-cost or free dental care? Thank you for asking, and thanks for having me. Um, you know, for our veterans, our nation veterans, what we know is that for many of them, they're not eligible for dental benefits the Veterans Administration mm-hmm. unless they're 100% disabled, have sustained a service-related injury to their mouth, or they were a prisoner of war. And so for our doctors um, at Aspen Dental, they wanted to do something about that, and that was uh, in launching the Healthy Mouth Movement to help provide that necessary care for the veterans through programs like Day of Service. For more information, they can call 1-844-277-3646, or they can log on to HealthyMouthMovement.com. Tornadoes just keep twisting from the nation's midsection to the mid-Atlantic, with about 20 reported yesterday, most of them affecting Texas, Iowa, Illinois, and Oklahoma. One person was killed by a tornado in Kansas. And while there were no tornadoes, there were 90-mile-an-hour winds from a severe storm in the Baltimore, Maryland area, where this resident says, This is the first time that I was ever so scared that I was like, we have to go in the basement. We've got to shelter in place. There's a risk for more severe weather today, including tornado-likely in Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and New Jersey. Lawyers for WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange say he is too ill to appear even by video link for an extradition hearing that was scheduled for today. Assange is in a London prison being held for conspiracy to commit computer intrusion. The U.S. has requested the extradition of Assange to face charges of compromising classified information. And you're listening to USA Radio News.
right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Liberty Roundtable. All right, let's see. Police, 80 California students, high school students attack officers and cause a lockdown at the government school. You surprised down there, folks? Hey, when you back the 10th plank of the Communist Manifesto and you reject the Ten Commandments, I don't know what you expect to happen, but man, all the gloves are off is all I'm telling you. What a sad tale to tell. I defend the police. I defend society, and I reject these 80 students going off on the cops, and I commend them for creating a lockdown and stopping this stuff. Consumer confidence soars in May, unshaken by trade war escalations. Kurt? Well, Sam, and just just ask yourself this one simple question. What if the media and the Federal Reserve were, you know, in on this, I mean, and the swamp monsters or whatever were in on this and tried to make things look better. Whereas, um, I mean, they say we got this glorious economy and all that stuff, and yet, uh, man, on, I mean, on every front, they're trying to make it seem like, man, uh, oh, the president with his tariffs, everything's going to go down, and the, you know, and and uh, it's going to be a recession, and look at that, you know, and all this stuff. I mean, and then you got the Federal Reserve, you know, messing us all around with dishonest money and messing up the interest rates and all that stuff. I mean, just imagine what it would be like if you could fix all those things. You had honest reporting and honest money and lower taxes and constitutional government. Wow. Let's make America great again. Amen to that. Kurt's going on a bender, so we got to move to more stories, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's see. Kurt wants to talk about, what, this mayor? This liberal, whacked-out mayor? Well, yeah, Sam. You remember we talked about this uh, wall project where the, uh, you know, our buddies have been working hard to try to uh, put put up a wall, you know. Uh, I mean, they brought in, like, $20 million plus, and uh, there's a place called Sunland Park. I, are you familiar with where Sunland nope. Park is? I mean, I figured it must be California because no, I don't Texas, know where it buddy. is. <laughs> is it? Okay. Because yeah, well, that's anyway. where they're building this wall, uh, aren't they? Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, that's you right. know. Um, anyway, so there's a what they call a liberal mayor, and I'm probably thinking, well, there's probably a lot of those. But um, this guy, uh, he's basically issuing a uh, cease and desist um, thing for uh, the wall guys um and so uh uh they they're supposed to cease and desist the washington examiner has the piece uh the we build yeah, the, wall the mayor has authority to say you can't raise money on uh you know GoFundMe and you can't build walls on private property and stuff the mayor certainly has uh, you know authority here kurt no well, and i but i guess this is in uh, new mexico sam it says uh, a new mexico town ordered the nonprofit we build the wall uh, to cease and desist construction on a us mexico border fence okay so it's uh, not california and it's of, not texas it's new mexico right it's mexico uh, for lack of proper permitting uh, the completed section of the privately funded border fence which runs about half a mile, violates, they say, a Sunland Park city ordinance. City officials were barred from inspecting the wall last week, and the property owner submitted an incomplete application to build a fence 
on his own land. Well, founder oh, of We Sam. Build the Wall and a veteran and what what is he, a paraplegic or whatever? Yeah, Brian Colfitch or whatever responds, and there's a big battle yeah. between those folks. Where's the Donald to support Brian, Kurt? Well, he think this would be one of those things he'd like to jump into. Uh, it's all his issue, at least. Uh, and Perea, Maybe he's leaving I the issue the behind like says, he left the birth certificate issue behind, Kurt. Oh, good point. Uh, mayor says, we have issued a cease and desist order to the owner of the property. At this point, it will be turned over to the courts and follow up on the matter. Yeah, well, they'll tie it up in the courts. Uh, by the way, they say the uh, application to build the fence lacked survey data and proper blueprint. The fence is also larger than the six-foot maximum set by city law. So the city is oh, going to say you can only have a six-foot fence. On the border, that way you can jump over it a little. You know, and I, I just um, don't understand it, right? I mean, it's just insanity. And, it, and if you haven't heard about it, I mean, just imagine, ladies and gentlemen, if everybody, if the standard big boy media, you know, even the Rush Limbaugh's and the uh, Sean Hannity and the Glenn Becks, etc., Michael Savage. Uh, Mark Levine would all talk about this build the wall thing. How much more money would they have in there? But they've uh, basically brought in twenty million through GoFundMe. Yeah, and then and, Donald's uh, off praising in Twitter, praising Hannity. Great show last night, Sean. Kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, they react to the news, uh, maintaining that we build the wall is in full compliance with city law, and accused the city of government of using get this part sam corrupt actions and lies to try and stop the border walls construction well, i believe we build the wall plan i do too uh plan for a battle and that's why we finished the wall in three days when the corrupt city was partying over the holiday <laughs> get that part so they did it during the uh, memorial day weekend <laughs> says only thing left is to pave the road for border patrol uh that's what our buddy Colfidge from Kansas says Colfidge also contested the Sunland Park mayor's statement saying that city officials inspected the construction site. The governor trying to flex city of Sunland Park said we had no uh, permits trying to shut us down. It says BS. Uh, yeah, I got to move They were on, on though, site on Friday and gave us a green light to build. So yeah, bottom there you line go. is. All right, yeah. this consumer confidence soared in May unshaken by trade war escalations. Kurt just sent me another headline on this. Kurt, U.S. economy. Oh, all right. One more thing on the ball. Sorry. Uh, it, they say that after they build it, the We Build the Wall guys are going to sell that section of the wall to the U.S. government for a dollar. So that way, you, uh, you know, you can build these things and... You have a hard time saying that they're doing it for big bucks, right? There you go. You know? Anyway, that's cool. All right, tell me that story again. Well, you sent me a, a consumer confidence story. We covered it. And then you okay. sent another one about the U.S. economy. Okay, U.S. economy grew 3.1% first quarter revised GDP figures show. Now, yeah. they said they were thinking it was going to grow by uh, 3%. It grew uh, they originally thought 3.2%. Now they revised it down to 3.1%. But the main point was, uh, hey, imagine how it would grow with honest money and Amen to good that. reporting Can I ask another and question all that then? stuff. Yeah. If they reported 32 and then they had to revise it to 3.1, how do we know they won't revise it again? 
Oh, Sam, come on now. And how do we you know if it wasn't accurate the first time? How do we know it's accurate the second time? You have to just believe it, you know. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's their report, you know. Maybe I mean, I'm it's just like too stupid to believe How it. many people watched, uh, you know, a football game? I mean, they know those Good point. things. I mean, All right. Yeah. Hey, Kurt, uh, North Carolina's in a big old battle. <clears throat> yeah. And they're in a battle with this defiant CEO of Camping World. Oh, now, I remember. They want this guy this to remove this giant American flag he has up, man. The CEO is just unhinged. He's got this big old flag, Kurt, and they're freaking out. Yeah, yeah, they're mad. Um, and yet, uh, I think it's a cool story, don't you think, Sam? I mean, the guy's, uh, you know, he's just putting that flag up thinking, man. And that North Carolina is also where our buddy Alan Phillips gets beat up, too, right? Um that's exactly anyway, right, uh, sir. So camper, the poor Camping it, World CEO, he wants to, like, be an American and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> See what, yeah. I mean, it's just the battles we have in America are just insane. You can't even put up the flag anymore, buddy, without people going, what are you, some kind of a racist? What are you, some kind of a They call him a defiant. Yeah, defiant they call him, CEO. Uh, yeah. He's not just a CEO. Yeah. He's one of the defiant kind. If he just caved to government, he wouldn't be defiant anymore. He's supposed to remove the giant American flag, you know. He yeah. says, uh, no. I ain't going to do that, you know. And, uh, you know, I kind of. Uh, Why can't he have a cool. big American flag if he wants to, Kurt? Well, I'll tell you, you know what I think you got to do. I think you got to put up. made the, their rules, you know. I got to put up the southern flag, too, man. Oh, boy, that would really well, get down there in the upset. south, isn't that North Carolina, Kurt? Isn't that southern state? And by the way, it's, yeah, North Carolina, I think, is the south. Uh, and by the way, they say it's a 40-foot by 80-foot flag. Bring it. See, he so ought to have one of them it, southern flags, too, that don't tread on me or, you know, the stars and bars or something like that. And he ought to just be like, the south is going to rise again or something like that. The city says it violates the city ordinance because it's Darn too right. large. It's too large. And that fence know, is too tall. Yeah. That you can't think that way. You're too free. Can't have yeah. any of that, you know. The millionaire owner says he won't do it. There's no way that flag's coming down. So you got a battle in North Carolina. All right. And the city's going to fine him uh, 50 bucks a day. And he so, can't afford you know. that, so he'll probably cave pretty oh. quick. Just teasing. Ted Cruz is in a battle of his own. We'll tell you about it in seconds on your radio. Hey, listen up. This is a deep state alert. Former Texas Congressman Steve Stockman, who moved to arrest Lois Lerner for contempt of Congress, has been imprisoned by the very office that Lerner led. You heard right. Stockman hit the Obama administration hard, and they hit back with the full force of the federal government. The guy who said he wanted Mark Levin as Speaker of the House was the first to threaten Obama's impeachment, exposed Hillary's selling steel to the Iranians, and blocked both Obama's immigration and gun bills from even reaching the House. But Obama holdovers came after him in federal court with trumped-up charges and have locked our guy up. Like many others, he was on Obama's hit list. Steve fought for us in Congress. Now we need to fight for him. Don't abandon this wounded hero on the battlefield. Let's help cover his massive legal costs. To chip in five bucks or more, text the word FIGHT to 444-999. That's FIGHT, F-I-G-H-T, to 444-999. Or go to DefendAPatriot.com. That's DefendAPatriot.com. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country, 
and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems, at all times and in all places, is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. All right, Ted Cruz, far from perfect down there in Texas. But I'm telling you, he's doing a good job on a lot of fronts, Kurt, and you got to give him credit where credit's due. You don't hear a lot about Ted Cruz because he's doing a lot of good things. The mainstream press doesn't want to tell you about it. They wanted to tell you when by the hair of his chinny-chin-chinny won, but now they don't want to talk about Ted because he's actually doubling down and doing some good, Kurt. Well, that's exactly right. In this case, he's going after a thing called Yale. Uh, there at Yale... At the law school back in April, uh, they, well, uh, Breitbart News. Oh, we lost Kurt. We'll try to get Kurt back. Um, hopefully Kurt can hear me. Uh, anyway, uh, so I don't understand this, but Ted Cruz announces investigation of Yale for discrimination against Christians. Now, I want to be very clear about Yale, too. Um. You know, what's weird to me is this is the group that's now going against Christians. But Yale was, like, involved in slavery, too, right? Uh, I don't understand it. Yale, slavery and abolition. Right? Yale's had a big relation with slavery. Right? Right? Yale grapples with ties to slavery in debate over college's name. They say white supremacist John C. Calhoun back in the day. The Ivy League's dark history shows it's not easy. So, you know, now they're going to go against Christians? They just go from one wrong action to another. I'm against slavery. And I'm against persecution of anyone. Right? History shows that slavery built many U.S. colleges. They sold slaves. They bought slaves. And now Ted Cruz announces investigation into Yale for discrimination against Christians, folks. But these universities used to be private, set up by the founding fathers for great purposes, and now they just absolutely run off the rails, man. Right? They just absolutely run off the rails, these universities. Now they're attacking Christians? I mean, it's like nuts on parade. Anyway, I commend Ted Cruz for trying to investigate this. 
Because I believe all kind of organizations are now starting to persecute Christians. Discrimination, persecution against Christians. It's going on big time. Right? And I don't see it stopping anytime soon, do you? We seem to do that in America. We just go from one bad scenario to the next. So we were bad to the Indians. We were bad to the blacks. We were bad to the Mormons. And now we're going to be bad to the Christians, right? I don't understand it. Why we just continue to do this, but I commend Ted Cruz for trying to find out what's going on, right? Wow. Well, what do you expect? You can expect more of the same, it seems to me. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just telling you, it's amazing to me how we allow this just to continue. And we go from one snafu to the next. And why isn't Donald Trump talking about this? Right? You know, Donald Trump's supposed to be the big defender of the Christians, right? There you go. Kurt's back. So Ted Cruz literally uh, investigating this, and I commend him. But Yale was a slave you know, promoting university curtain in America. We've got a bad history. We attack the Indians. We attack the Mormons. We attack the blacks. We, and now we're just going to go ahead and have Yale. That's now trying to deal with reparations regarding their slavery ties. And now they're going to go ahead and just start attacking Christians. I mean, what on earth is going on around here, man? We go from one bad scenario to the next. Any uh, further comment on that one? All right, Kurt, you were there a second ago, buddy. Decision. All right, Kurt's just got either I've got or Kurt's got internet problems. So we'll try to get Kurt back. Uh, in the meantime, though, um, you know, I, I commend Ted Cruz for his efforts. All right, moving along. Well, should I try to get Kurt back on that? Yeah, I think his comments on this might be important. I'll try to get him on a phone line. In the meantime, there is um, Sidney Powell's book. We've talked about it for quite some time. And um, Sidney Powell's book is incredible. Uh, It talks about how bad things really are, how there's no justice. I'm going to play this, and I'll get Kurt on a phone line, and we'll be right back. Listen to this about Sidney Powell's book. Believe it or not, Orrin Hatch doing something good for a change. Check this out. Now, I recently a powerful, read a powerful book, read it in one day. It's titled License to Lie, Uncovering Corruption in the Department of Justice. The author writes about many things, including the debacle that occurred in the misguided prosecution of Senator Ted Stevens, which I thought was out of this world bad. Uh, I was one of the people who testified as to his character, and he was a person of great character. And as you know, he lost the Senate race because of this type of prosecution. I know that case. Ted Stevens was a dear friend of mine, and I testified on his behalf, as I said. Only after he was convicted did we learn that the Justice Department prosecutors intentionally hid exculpatory evidence that could have helped his case. Now, there were not mis- these were not mistakes. They were corrupt acts that violated every prosecutor's duty under the Brady v. 
Maryland decision to turn over exculpatory evidence so that the trial will be fair. Now, I recommend that you read this book, because if, you, if, if, you, if even half of it is true, and I believe it is true, you have a lot of work to do to, to clean up the, that apartment, department. Will you consider doing that for me? Thank you, sir. I will. Kind of interesting. Orrin Hatch out of office, but talking about Sidney Powell's incredible book, Licensed to Lie. And that's pretty important uh, to understand. Orrin Hatch actually did something good, Kurt. Well, I know that's the one unusual thing. And and this is when he was in office. I never heard about it then, uh, but just barely, you know, see this report now. Uh, and and there was no call for him to say, let's have a, a new election uh, when they found out this illegal activity had occurred. But, uh, you know, he just missed that one, I guess. So. Yes, sir. Um, anyway, I commend Orrin Hatch for standing up for this, Kurt. Amen to that. I'm surprised, though. But again, this is where even when they do good things, the mainstream press ignores it to where it gets no traction. Right? That's right. I just commend Orrin Hatch for standing up on that. I'm super surprised, though. All right, did you have more on this slavery reparations thing? Oh, just the bottom line is with uh, Ted Cruz, he found out that they're being, uh, you know, uh, they're discriminating. In other words, they're, if it's a uh, Christian group, they don't want to give them funding, but anybody else, that's fine. And that's what you're seeing with the uh, Chick-fil-A thing and so many others, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sad, but true. All right. Yeah. Kurt wants to tell you about From Hell to Texas. Well, you know, I don't know if you ever heard of it, but I had never heard of the movie. And, uh, yeah, it was a good movie, Sam. I mean, it's just, uh, I saw it on YouTube. So, you know, it's, it's certainly not something that everybody's going to get to see, but I mean, it was refreshing. It was, uh, you know, clean and yet a nice, uh, story and all that kind of stuff. It's just, uh, uh, neat to see. And I highly recommend it, uh, you know, if a good guy wins, and bad guys get beat up, you know, et cetera. So it's it's pretty cool, Sam. Well, there you have it. And I'm sure Kurt will continue to tell you about more movies to watch. <laughs> and, um, hey, at least there's clean things to point to. At least there's things to bring up that are good. Yeah, this one was made back in 1958. Uh, Henry Hathaway, you know, we talk about Anne Hathaway, but this one is the director was Henry Hathaway back then. It's about a guy uh, named Todd Loman. He's a cowboy that accidentally kills one of the sons of a local rancher uh, and uh, says, consumed with the need for retribution. Uh, Boyd sends a posse led by his other son, Tom, to track down and murder Murray, which is, you know, uh, it's just, it's a good show and it's got some really cool stuff and I mean, a kid learns what an orange tastes like for the first time on a movie. I mean, it was kind of neat, you know. All right. Got a sad story for you to end the hour this time. Foul ball hit by Cubs. Albert, how is it, Elmora? Yep, that's right, Sam. And, uh, 
in this case, uh, it the foul ball hit this uh, little kid. He was he's really sad about it, and I thought it was in some ways kind of a nice story. In other words, that he felt badly about it. You know, he he was certainly not uh, cheering it. Uh, this foul ball story. Uh, that's kind of cool. I mean, the young man that playing baseball, you know, felt bad. It's a Cubs hitter, Albert Almora Jr. Uh, it hit a kid at, at least a, it's a nice, good thing is it didn't kill it. You know, nobody got hurt really bad, but he did get a uh, little kid got hit at a baseball game. Yeah, sometimes that happens, and it's sad when it does, right? Yeah, they're going to probably want to have some folks say that we should make softer balls. Uh, you know, sometimes people get hurt, you know. It just kind of happens, you know what I mean, Sam? As they say, there ought to be a law against that, Kurt. Yeah. And it was a little girl, by the way. He said, uh, as soon as I hit it, the first person I locked eyes on was her. Uh, he said, I had to keep my composure at that at bat, but when that half inning was over, I just couldn't hold it anymore. He immediately put his hands on his head, took a couple of steps towards the seats. He then fell to his knees near home plate, was consoled by a teammate, took several minutes, for him, uh, who appeared to be crying to compose himself and continue at the bat. And ladies and gentlemen, the reason we bring this up is we all ought to have respect for life and respect for one another in the way he did. He didn't ask if the girl was a liberal or he was a conservative and she was a this or he was a that. Or a, He just said there's another human being and my actions have created harm and I'm so sorry and I'm going to do all I can to make it right. And I think that's an example of how we ought to be to one another, regardless of our differences, regardless of political divide, regardless of, uh, you know, station in life or whatever you want to call it, any of these things. We ought to have genuine concern for one another as he did. And I commend this baseball player, Kurt. Yeah. All right. We're out of time, ladies and gentlemen. Two hours in the can. Technical difficulties aside, we got it going on just for you. LibertyRoundtable.com. Tell the tale of freedom, would you please? Donate today. Get involved. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.